So let's get into the three T's of giving back. And these are more of the how. This is like the how or the what to give back. So if you're thinking, yeah, I should give back more or your heart is pulled in some directions and you don't know where to start, we're gonna give you three T's here that will give you some clarity as to where to go. Welcome to the Living Ahead Podcast, the podcast where we focus on the future, acknowledge the past, and work towards a better today. My name is Kelly Moser. And I'm Shay Al-Sahar. It's that time of year. People want to give back. They're feeling a little more generous. They've got a little more cheer. With everything that's happened in the world this year, I feel like the holiday season is in full swing and more people are decorating, more people are caring about these small things that go a long way. So today we're going to be covering giving back. Kelly, let's dive in with the importance of giving back. I love something that you said there. In a, in a year that has been the year that we've had, the importance of giving back is all the more necessary, I think. And like you said, it could be the small, small things. So we're going to give you some practical, tactical steps that you can take. But it's also sometimes it's just the little it seemingly insignificant things that can have such a huge impact on somebody. And so that's what we're trying to give to you today. So I think that's kind of my definition of giving back. It's, it's helping and serving and giving of myself in such a way that lifts someone else up. I think yeah. that's kind of the overarching definition as I see it. What about you? Yeah, I think it's any act of kindness towards another being it doesn't even have to be a human by the way like how you treat your cat your dog whatever it is just an act of kindness that is not intentionally just about you that's how I would say exactly and maybe that's the very first place like if you're sitting there going well I don't know where to do or what to do we're going to give you some options but maybe it's even give some words to giving back Shay used the word kindness I use the word service. So the way that we're going to give back may be in two different ways. So I love this exercise. I do this with clients and people all the time when they give me, oh, I'm afraid. You know, you give them descriptive words of what that is and they'll they'll tell you, same, same here. How is it that you give back or what does giving back mean or look like to you? And those description words will kind of give you the answers. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And I want to acknowledge one thing. Everybody's busy. Everybody is. This is not about you taking 10 hours out of your day to go do a random act of kindness and then you're upset about it for I don't know how long too. Everyone is busy. This is literally incorporating it into whatever it is you're doing and just going about your day. And while it's not about you, it benefits you too. Yeah. Wouldn't you say that? Absolutely. I heard a quote, and I don't know who it, whose quote it is, uh, but it's like, if you do not know how to help yourself, help someone else. And that's really telling. Oh, that's a good one. So what are some of the benefits of giving back? One, you just never know whose day you're going to make. I mean, you just don't, right? Spreading the love, the positivity. You do something nice for somebody, you because everybody's got a story and everybody's got their own independent lives and you get to be, you know, whatever glimmer of, of light into that life, 
you just never know what they're going through. So sometimes the smallest act, people are like, oh my gosh, they treat it like it's something big because it could be something big to them. So that's the first reason I would start with. What about you? Yeah, and I think that speaks to how uncommon it is, sadly enough. Like it's easy. Oh, that's a good point. It's easy to be kind. And it's so it's put on this pedestal because it's rare. Now when you start to think about that, you're like, man, that that's very depressing to think about <laughs> first. But also it can be easy and very uplifting to give that kindness back. I love it. Uh, like I mentioned, service. My idea of giving back is serving someone else in some way. It's one of my needs to fulfill myself is to be significant. There's the hierarchy as uh, Anthony Robbins, Tony Robbins uh, outlines those six basic human needs. One of them is to feel significant. And that's very important for me to feel significant. And it's not in a narcissistic, like, hey, look at me. It's that someone needs some help and I want to serve in whatever way that I can in whatever capacity that I can. I think on Maslow's hierarchy of needs, that probably falls within self-actualization, I would think. Could be, yeah. Uh, yeah, different pyramids, but both leading towards the same thing. Service creates a positive impact on the world, the community, the people, whoever it is that you're serving. It has that impact on them. In the context we're talking about in giving back, it's in the good, not on the let them have it in a bad way. I don't know how else to, to say right, that. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, one story here. When my wife and I moved down to Florida, we became involved in a church that has a very large outreach program, volunteer program, giving back program. And we went to a place and they call it Build-A-Bed. So one, one of the programs for the church that we attend is called Build-A-Beds. Now there are about 5,000 kids in our local area that go to sleep without a bed. They sleep on their clothes, they sleep on the floor. They grow up in some very dark places. This program is to, we build the beds, like from the raw wood coming into the, the facility. We cut it down, we measure it, we assemble everything, we disassemble everything. Then there's another team that paints the bed slats. So they put a, a scripture or a little painting or something on the slats. And then there's a, there's a delivery team that goes to the houses and sets the beds up. And we have a little fellowship with them. And that is one very magical moment, a transitional part in my life, going to each one of those, but more specifically going to the home and getting to spend some time with those people and just see the, the gratitude, the, uh, like for just a small moment in their day, that weight that's on their shoulders is a little bit lighter and being able to contribute that is, is an amazing feeling. So yeah. Community service, it's definitely at the top of the list for sure. So another reason is it's healthy, right? I mean, I, I'm not going to get into the circle of life here, but you should. <laughs> so you should consider that you have had a lot of people help you along the way. It's your turn. It's almost like a responsibility. Maybe that's a better way to, to frame it. Again, I don't care how little you have how much you have how whatever it is that's not relevant here what it is is just a moment and we're going to talk about what to give back here in a little bit but I want to continue with the whys 
One of the other whys that you hear this word a lot, and it's karma. And maybe you're not of the school of tit for tat, or if something, if this happens, you get repaid. But if there's ever a, a thing to believe in, I believe it's karma. Because the more you put out into the world, if you are in need of something, let's say you're in need of love, you're in need of this, that, or the other. If you start to put that out into the world, it will come back to you, at least in my experience. And so time and time again, when I get into these negative spaces, if I just say, okay, what do I need? And then start giving that out, it comes right back. It is eerily strange how fast and how tenfold it comes back to me, or it has. How about you? So you brought up a good point there. And I think this really ties to my favorite why. It's things you never had. So you give time the way you wish people would have given you time. Regarding anything you never had, there's two different ways to handle it. It could be this wound you carry for so long after and well into your adult years. And you're still talking about how you never got whatever it was at Christmas that one year. Or you could be that person for somebody else. I think the most beautiful why to give back is because you never had it. So rather than holding on to the grudge, you give back because you don't want somebody else to feel that same thing that you felt. You and I in the preamble, we're talking about different examples of things you never had. You know, the people who give out turkeys on Thanksgiving because they didn't have one. They want that magical family moment for other families. They never had that, but that's okay. They may recreate it in their own families as they are adults or whatever they do, but they also take the time to make sure that doesn't happen to another kid. That doesn't happen to someone else. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's get into the three T's of giving back. And these are more of the how. This is like the how or the what to give back. So if you're thinking, yeah, I should give back more, or you've got this, uh, your heart is pulled in some directions and you don't know where to start, we're going to give you three T's here that will give you some clarity as to where to go. And the very first one is time. And time can be in many, many different ways. It could be you going to the old folks home down the street after COVID, not not now. <laughs> they won't let you in now. But this could be sitting with someone and just giving of your time. It could be writing a holiday card to somebody. It could be anything that takes time. Giving the gift of time, that's the most underrated thing. And it's not just about showing up. It's about being present. I think that's the best way to summarize it. Showing up is one thing. It's only half the equation being present and engaged and there that's the other half right you don't just say i had dinner with my family while you were on your iphone the whole time that doesn't really quite align with the concept of time would you agree yeah i, th I think we all have the concept in our brains that uh, time is the most valuable thing that we have whether you act in accordance with it or if you, that's something that you would say, I think we all have this kind of pre-programmed, even though that's not the right language. And so when someone gives us their time, it means, it means something. And what Shay is talking about, we're talking about being present in the moment, 
giving of your time with the intent of helping that person, lifting that person, even just listening, yeah. lending an ear to someone who has been through a struggle or whatever that situation looks like, but just giving of your time. That's such a, a powerful thing. And most oftentimes when we say, oh, giving back, people go to the money, which we'll get to later. But time, it doesn't, that's something you can do on a budget. So the second T is treasure. So what do we mean by treasure, Shay? This is where the financial component that we've been talking about comes in. So a donation to the children's hospital, something that you have to put your finances in. It's not so much about, I'm not even going to say the value. I don't care if you give, I mean, I think it would be fantastic if you could give $500,000, but if you have $50 to give, that is depending on your circumstance, where you are in life, that may be more valuable. It could be more difficult for you to give $50 in your situation than it is for somebody to give a whole lot more, but you give that knowing you gave what you could, and that's the trick within treasure. Yeah, that goes back to our intentions episode. If you're giving financial, financially giving to a charity in order to check a box, Yes, I'm sure they appreciate your your donation, but the intent, I think, is to build that charity, that person, that family, whatever it is, so that intent that you have. Um, otherwise, you're not getting the benefit. When we give financially and we give with the intent of it meaning something and helping and serving and doing all these great things, that's... That's a whole lot different than, well, I've got to give to this charity so I can write it off on my taxes. You see the difference? Yeah. The end oh, user, yeah. the end user is probably the same. But for your benefit, give give from the heart even though that sounds like a terrible greeting card, but it's so true. <laughs> it's like give Give with your heart. Give from love, not just to check the box because it's something you feel obligated to do. It's not just about throwing money, though. Make sure it's something you care about. Susan G. Komen's Breast Cancer Foundation. All right, if that's something you care about, give to that. The Children's Hospital, whatever it is, let it be something that you truly believe in solving and helping and whatever it is the word you want to use there. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I love this quote. It is giving back is not about making a donation. It's about making a difference. And that kind of sums it up for me. And that's Kathy Calvin. She's the CEO and uh, president of the United Nations Foundation. Uh, but I love it. It just kind of puts a stamp on it. So let's speak to the people that I'm sure have a question in their mind like, yeah, Kelly, but we don't know where the money's going. And you see all these people that are taking donations and then they go to their yachts and they do this, that, and the other. What would you say to that person that's got kind of that cynical view about donating their money? What if it saves a child's life? What if it helps someone who really needs it? What if, what if, right? I'm not telling you not to research the integrity of the foundation. And that's why I also wouldn't recommend giving to some shady charity you've never heard of either. Do your due diligence before you give. And then the rest of it is not your problem to worry about, to be honest. 
you can only control what's within your control. You do your research, you identify where the money's going to, you talk to their representatives, and then you give and don't sit there and worry about who's getting a cut of it. I don't like that that happens sometimes. But also, if we're gonna pull the karma card here, there's a bigger force out there than me that's watching over that. Let me oh, summarize Oh, I am sure it. there's a special place in hell for someone who <laughs> steals food out of children's, starving children's mouths to gas up their yacht. Like, <laughs> that's visceral, and yeah, good luck. I hope karma bites you in the ass, quite literally. Uh, okay, the third T is talents. And what do we mean by talents? You may be sitting there going, Kelly, I don't have any talents. And that's the story that you change, that you tell yourself, and we need to do some work around that because you absolutely have a talent. We need to stop thinking about talents as sing, run, dance, and shoot a ball. or play. You know, it, talents come in millions. As unique as each individual is, you have a talent. It could be whistling. It could be... Uh, knitting it could be you're good with your hands like I mentioned earlier the build a bed so the build team these are the people that love working with their hands and with wood and we have the saws and the you know all that stuff and I love doing that I love that creative side of my brain I love fueling that and I know that those talents are going to go for the greater good of the build a beds team so that's just one example what about you Shay? yeah I think talents is about teaching somebody something that is yeah. you know valuable to you that you're the best at that you do best right you don't even have to be the best in the world but it's the thing you do best so you teach it you share it you just give that to somebody else who needs it I mean maybe somebody's super stressed and knitting is going to help them I don't know that's up for you to decide but do your part try to think about the way your talents can help somebody else whether it's even just for fun a new hobby get their minds off life and work and everything else that's going on or even it could be in the work environment so my favorite example is mentoring in the workplace that is a talent not everybody can do that there's a lot of people who honest to god will show you exactly what not to do without even ever having to mentor you through that they do it already but what you need to do is be that champion. I've been blessed to have amazing mentors and I choose to be an amazing mentor because I know, again, back to that circle of life, I wouldn't be where I am without some of those people. So I make sure that some of the people who I get to mentor get to go further because I'm helping them. Absolutely. Right? And you don't have to wait. We've said this time and time again. You don't have to wait till you're some black belt guru status to help somebody one level up on the staircase of life you can turn around and help someone else up that's the way that the process should work so oftentimes we think well i'm not good enough smart enough whatever that excuse is in your life whatever that limiting belief is you had this story in your your head about the reasons why you can't do something and it, it's just a story that you tell yourself. If you've made it to level C, you can absolutely help somebody that's on level B because your experience, the trial and error that you've had, the, the path that you've taken has taught you something and therefore your talent can be transferred by learning. Information is one of the few things that you can give and give and give and still keep. 
You can't do that with your money. All right, so Kelly, who should we give back to? Because, you know, we've touched on loved ones, coworkers, strangers. Where do you draw the line? We've already talked about the what, but who should we give to? Yeah, I, I don't spend a lot of time researching the who's. I try to give, I try to walk in such a way that I am, that's just who I am. Fair. So here's how I approach the who. This is just me. I don't think anything in life happens by accident. And I don't think the people in your life happen by accident either. They're there for a reason. Whether it's you learn from them, they teach you something, there's a reason for them. That's just a personal belief I have. So how I approach the who is who's in my life. And regardless, just how can I give, how can I help them? I also keep a a clean list of who I keep in my life too, pretty much. So that list is pretty short, but there's always people who come in and out, right? Let's take even like your coworkers, people you see at the gym. You don't have to donate every time you see somebody. I'm telling you to smile. I'm telling you to be kind, to say something. Hey, Kelly, you look like you've been working out. Doing great job, man. Did that cost anything? That's what I'm talking about. If you make it a constant habit to where it doesn't, you don't have to go searching for it. I agree with you. That's the best form of it. But if you aren't used to it, I would say start where you are. Who's in your life today? What kind thing can I do? What nice thing can I say? How can I give back? Simple as that. The who also, if you think about it, when it comes to the financial and the researching maybe of the foundations, that also ties to what you care about. So I think there is a little bit of understanding of who you want to give back to, but also don't make it all planned. Some of the best things in life aren't planned. Yeah. So if, if you're, what helped me move in more of that way is to be first. First one to smile, first one to say hello, first one to back when we could shake hands. Like, be the first one. Don't wait on the other person to say, hey, good morning. Be that person. Uh, And you'll start to look for the brighter brighter side of life rather than, you know, just kind of meandering through your day. That's just one little little thing. So there's a bonus T, and it ties in with the who. It's... Give to yourself. I'm going to read another quote. Uh, It's from the book 12 Rules for Life, Jordan B. Peterson. Treat yourself like someone you're responsible for helping. Too often times, especially us people pleasers, we give and we give and we give and we give to seemingly everybody else. Strangers, coworkers, colleagues, family, all that stuff. And we don't take time, treasure, or talents and give them to ourselves. You, again, you've heard me say this over and over. You've only got one shot at this thing. And we are doing this. We do what we do. We do this podcast because we love giving back and we love helping and we try to make a difference in the world. But we also try to make differences in our own world by fueling, doing what fuels us. That's the podcast. That's what we do. So give to yourself. And what does that look like? What does it look like for you, Shay? Self-care Sunday. The best way that's worked for me so far is that I do tie it to a certain day. So Sundays in general, there's some kind of self-care involved there, whether it's just going for a long jog or doing a facial or something, you know, like that's actually more routine, but 
taking care of yourself you and I talk about being people pleasers isn't probably the word I would use but I care but I also have to care about me too absolutely if your batteries if you feel like your batteries are drained and it sounds like if the that person says one more thing to me like that's a good tattletale that it's time for some self-care or if you're just so I mean you know and in this year, we keep talking about 2020, there's been plenty of opportunities for your at wit's end to take a time out and say, hey, how do I need to give back to myself right now? Because think about the other relationships in your life. How are they going to suffer from you not firing on all cylinders or not with a charged battery? And let the overflow of your cup go to everyone else. Don't go from a, a half-depleted set of resources. Uh, and that's an inefficient machine. Like, you wouldn't ask your car to run on zero gas and no oil and no air in the tires. Like, so you have to take care of yourself, fuel yourself in whatever way that looks like. So one of the ways that you can give back is by taking this episode right now. And you are picturing someone in your brain. Hit the three little dots and share this episode with them. And just say, hey, I was thinking of you. That alone could have such a powerful shift in that person's mental and physical state that they go on and do that for someone else. This could be the, the, the ripple effect, you know, the butterfly effect. A butterfly flaps its wings and then across the world there's a tsunami. And this could be the start of our living ahead tsunami. So we, we love you guys. We would wish that you would share this with all your network. But start with that one person. This is coming out around the holidays, so we wish each and every single one of you a happy holiday season. We love you guys. We can't wait to connect. Until next time, keep living ahead. living ahead tsunami <laughs> I mean it could be a thing right